It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio, also Google and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it must be Friday because coming up, we've got another episode from the podcast series, Let's Talk Property. And we're going to be discussing this all-important question, is the property market cooling? To call the property market gains in 2021 spectacular somehow just doesn't do it justice. It's beyond spectacular, stunning, amazing or any other superlative you want to throw at the last 12 months with gains and rises across the property spectrum in Australia. But now, as unprecedented 2021 was, we are in a different territory. 2022 is a new year and there are different considerations to take into account. So what are some of the key signals that would demonstrate to you and I that the market might be starting to cool? And more importantly, what does that mean for you, the buyer? Should you sit and wait, or is this an opportune time? So to help us understand this better, we're joined by Rich Harvey, buyer's agent and CEO from propertybuyer.com.au. G'day, Rich. Welcome back to the Real Estate Podcast. Thank you, Craig. Great to be on the show again. Well, first, we've got to make some sort of comment about the rains, talking about unprecedented property prices. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's just been unbelievable. And look, our hearts go out to those people in Brisbane and northern New South Wales, particularly Lismore, that have uh, really suffered the worst flood since 1954. We've heard that, you know, the floodwaters have completely inundated the town. Uh, And also now there's there's warnings out for Ballina, some of the surrounding regions. So, yeah, look, we're uh, really feeling for our colleagues up there. And having a look the other day at Brisbane in the CBD and just what was going on, it was just unbelievable to see it that high. Oh, incredible, yeah. Well, they're saying that the last flood was, the major one was 2011, and the flood didn't get quite as high, but it's more widespread. So they're saying it didn't do quite as much damage, but it's just got further and further afield. But it's pretty dramatic to see, you know, pontoons and damaged boats floating down the Brisbane River and all the, uh, the chaos that's caused to all the residents there. Well, may it stop and may it stop fast. Now, we've got a really great subject today. So first question that I want to ask you is, what are you seeing happening in the property market right now in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane? And with your experience, is there any sign of this cooling? Great question. Look, we're not seeing any super tangible evidence of the market cooling. There's been a lot of talk of potential interest rate rises at some point this year, which supposedly is supposed to deter buyers right now. But what we're seeing on the ground is that there's still very strong demand for high quality property. B and C grade properties or properties on a busy road, that's certainly taken a hit. You know, we're still seeing good numbers at, uh, at open houses and auctions. Look, in Sydney, we're seeing good numbers turning up, but that frenetic pace of bidding at auctions and and that crazy sort of buyers scrambling over each other to secure a property isn't there this year. It's a bit more of a normalised market because we're starting to see listing volumes rise. So buyers have got a bit more choice. And price guides used to be a bit of a joke. You know, there was a joke that there was, you know, a price guide is just a suggestion. And, and what was happening last year is the end sale result was going from anywhere from 10 to 20% above the guide. But we're starting to see now that the guides are a bit more accurate and, and properties are transacting closer to, to the guide price. In Melbourne, uh, we're still seeing really strong demand. We haven't seen any, any significant signs of any reductions yet. That market's holding very steady and there's still a yeah, very competitive buying arrangement. 
in Brisbane, it's still very much a hot market. Definitely no signs of cooling there. You know, there's up to 50, 80 groups, you know, trying to get through some properties. It's even like a mini traffic jam in the streets sometimes. So Craig, the prices are very much still rising in the Brisbane market where there's still high demand from both investors and owner occupiers. And that's coming from a lot of interstate migration. So I think in summary, you, you can't typecast the market by just one cliche answer and saying the market's hot or cool or warm. It's very much a city by city and almost suburb by suburb basis that you've got to assess the market at. And what are the key indicators that you look for to show that a market is actually cooling? A couple of things we'd look for. I'd be looking for a trending down of median house price growth. We've had massive monthly increases for the last 18 months. So we're going to start, or we should start to see an indicator of median prices starting to trend downward or even go to slightly negative territory. We're going to see days on market. So the length of the sale will be increasing. Auction clearance rates will trend down from their 80% level down to sort of 70s or even 60% at some point if it gets very cool. The number of bidders, obviously, and people attending open homes will drop off. You won't see that uh, a lot of reports about over-reserved prices uh, in the media all the time. And just a local anecdote that we see, Craig, is we get a lot of phone calls from selling agents saying, oh, have you got a client for this? Have you got a client for that? And sales agents more desperate in their phone calls to get enough buyers to an auction to, to make it really work. And what about some of the indicators that you've spotted so far from the banks forecasting what will happen in the property market for the rest of the year? Well, the banks seem to change their forecast every one to two months at the moment, Craig. It's a bit weird. So ANZ recently revised their forecast upwards for 2022. Now, Craig, they're saying that they're expecting Brisbane to lead the pack with a 16% rise this calendar year, Adelaide 11%, Sydney, Hobart and Canberra 9%, Melbourne 5% and Perth and Darwin just a low 3%. So the bank economists have got a very diverse opinion on when they think interest rates will rise and start to cool the market. But the general consensus seems to be that when you get around three or more rate rises, then you're going to see the market start to cool quite considerably. And But what in my view will happen is that any gains that we get this year will probably could be sort of uh, nullified next year. So it's not that we're going to have you know, a massive drop in the market. Like you remember when COVID hit, Westpac came out saying the market's going to drop 30%. Well, that absolutely didn't happen. It went up 30%. So I don't think buyers should be worried that there's not going to be future price growth. In fact, there was a great article that came out just recently this week on the State of the Nation report, which highlights some really important factors that housing supply is going to be outstripped by demand. So there's going to be a need for 184 new homes required each year. Net migration is also expected to rise back to around 235,000 people per annum by around 24-25. So in summary, you know, by the year 2032, in 10 years' time, there's likely to be a shortfall of around 164,000 dwellings. So I think any buyers that are thinking, oh, look, I'll just sit around and wait for the market to drop, I'd rethink that strategy because we are still heading into the next cycle where we're going to have a shortage of properties available. Well, I think you've probably answered the question I was going to ask you, which is with all of what we've been discussing, I can hear maybe the odd buyer saying to themselves, well, maybe I should just approach this a little bit more coolly if the market is going to sort of move in any one direction. But your suggestion is, or your experience tells you, get in now. Well, it's not so much you've got to be desperate to get in, Craig. I think the best time to buy is when you're ready to buy. So if you're a potential buyer, at the moment, you've got an opportunity or as, you, as the year increases, you've got greater opportunity as more buyers sit out on the bench and, and think about their timing. 
But I think for the other three types of categories, the seller, the renter and the investor, there's different things to consider. If you're a seller, I'd be trying to get your property on the market right now. While there's still some growth left in the cycle, you'd be trying to want to maximise where you can maximise your price. If you're a renter, I'd be a bit worried because we're going to have significant rent increases over the next uh, five years. And so if you can lock in a, a two-year lease or more, you know, lock in your, your rent, I would be doing that ASAP. And if you're an investor, it's really an ideal time to get into the market because as yields start to improve and there's more opportunity to buy quality properties in the market, you can get set, you know, borrow your money from the bank and, and get your portfolio going. A lot of people think, I'll just wait till next year. But if you've got borrowing capacity, I recommend use it. Don't wait just for that perfect timing because you can enjoy you know, you're going to ride the property cycle. It might go up, it might go down a little bit, but you're going to be generally trending in the right direction and get yourself set up for the future. And then, of course, I guess the the one other variable we've got is this war in the Ukraine. Have you had any of your clients say to you, Rich, what's going to happen here? <laughs> you know? I got a text the other day from someone saying, Rich, I'm going to bid at auction. Is the price going to go up or down because of the Ukraine war? And I say it's not going to have any direct impact right now. It does create uncertainty in a global sense, but the direct impact on the market is purely just a sentiment effect. You've got to look at other factors which directly affect our property market. So look, it, it is certainly uh, putting a big dent in confidence, but it shouldn't affect, and I would say to any buyer out there, don't let it direct the play in your own mind for achieving your own property goals. You've got to feel sorry for those people in the Ukraine. Imagine if somebody's just bought an apartment right there in Kiev and your apartment's been blown to pieces. Oh, absolutely. It's terrible. It's an absolutely atrocity that's happening over there at the moment. All right. Well, look, great advice as always, Rich. Enjoy your weekend and we'll talk next week. Thanks so much, Craig. Look forward to it. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 